1: Hey, Private Partners, welcome back to part two. Um, here we are, we're still with the wonderful storytelling, Andy King. Let's go! But I think, but also, it was a time of like you know, there was like no social media things like that, so people got away with things. But right. as I said, you know, like I said, you know, cuts of many years in, you're doing Fire Festival and things, and everything, you know, you thought everything was going to go right. And I know I keep going on about it. It's just so interesting from people who who haven't met you before is that you're then thrown into where well, you're trying to make all these things happen at Fire Festival, and nothing is going right.
0: Well, can you imagine? I mean, I arrive and I have six weeks. Before the first guests are arriving. I have six weeks to build a music festival that you should build in 12 months And there I have six weeks. I'm like and there's no infrastructure. Mm. We have no plumbing. There's no electricity There's nowhere for anybody to sleep. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But I'm like, and they're all looking at me The whole team, these kids are like wide-eyed like well, Andy had been there one hour and they're like, what do you think? Are we gonna make it? And I'm like, we're gonna make (laughs) it. Don't worry. But I said we're changing the message immediately The messaging is going to change This is not a luxury music festival. This is a cool music festival in the Bahamas. You're gonna come and sleep in a fucking tent, your girlfriend's in her beautiful bikini, you're in this cool bathing suit, you're drinking tequila, you're eating fun-grilled foods, and you're listening to amazing music. That's it, 1,200 bucks, not a bad deal. But no, when did Billy change the messaging for the fucking festival? 10 hours before the first guest got there. Oh my God. And then, you know, and as you guys know, just to. You know, I, I could go on and on and on. about no, no, it. If anything could go wrong, it went wrong. Every day, something went wrong. And I literally, at 400 employees, every day, I'd have two meetings. And at the end of each meeting, they'd say, are you going to pull the plug? And I'd say, no, we're going to still keep going. Don't worry, we're going to make it happen. And then I'd close the French doors, and I'd step out onto the deck, and I'd burst into tears. i go, like, oh, oh, You know, I got to pull myself together. But I literally was like, I can't fucking believe. Because Everybody just day, kept
1: pushing it, pushing it, pushing he it. He
0: just had this vision, and I... Did you know, he actually you, have
1: a vision, or was, it, was he, he... Well, he,
0: he got, got in so deep at that point, you can mm-hmm. imagine. I mean, basically, he borrowed... He got $26 million in investments and to make this happen, but private jets and models and videos and mm-hmm. resorts. At one point, I looked, I said, Billy, there's 40 of us, and we're staying at a resort, which is $800 a night per person, and this is when we're working. Yeah. I mean, how does that financial model work? It doesn't, but Billy controlled all the finances from his ipad like none of us were even a cfo like billy was controlling all the money coming in and going out it was he's money obsessed right oh, so. totally and he's it was always when we were always helping him build magnesius <clears throat> he's like andy you know uh, first impressions everything and images everything and so he insisted on buying his maserati and getting a driver and and he, he just wanted that look he wanted that look <clears like throat> the whole but time. but he came yeah. from a good family but they're hard-working people but it's like Mom's a banker and his father was an engineer. You know, they weren't. They, weren't, they, were, they were. They did fine. They but he had a this nice vision home.
1: of wanting to be this person. That Absolutely. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he
0: had this affinity for rappers. And so, I mean,
1: and that, Ja Rule you know, isn't uh, is an odd. If <laughs> you go for, it's like you would go. Okay, I'm gonna get like Jay Z. He said no. Okay, I'm gonna get because we produced Ja. Ja came to perform for us. Is for it Ja? Is it Ja?
0: Ja. Ja, 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 ja. ja Rule. <laughs> Ja came to you think Ja ugh. yeah no, no, no Ja boom and then Ja like featured me in one of his latest songs like insulting me it's like something you, of, no. Do you I really, don't know you've had a diss something.
1: you've had a diss you need to you need to respond with a track oh,
0: no because I uh, jeez yeah I should did you what, what was the track
1: what was, was the track have you have you heard it what what what's the line what something about Andy i don't know what you're dick. talking about <laughs> sucking dick so
0: as you viewers know let's talk about the white elephant in the room it's a okay. big elephant okay, okay and it's a yeah. big black dick in the bahamas obviously but i was going to suck to free up two hundred thousand plastic evian water bottles in which i don't allow plastic at any of my events because i'm a zero waste event planner but i was in bermuda the weekend before because i was hosting the opening ceremonies for the america's cup there and um I missed the meeting where he, Billy had cut the deal with Evian mm. who became a major sponsor. And so there it was in one of these big meetings and then the phone rings, Billy wasn't at most of the meetings. He's like, Andy, um, I need you to, I need a favor. I'm like, well, what's that? And he said, like, can you, well, I was hoping you could take a big one for the team. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't think I take a big one every day? Oh my God, this is a fucking living nightmare. It's like, well, um. Will you go suck Brian Cunningham's dick? Now that's the <laughs> no, head of customs This is the ultimate, ultimate test of this your. Is it. Like- and I'm like after 30 fucking years of being the successful event planner. <laughs> this is my crescendo. Funny, yeah, I'm now one. the blowjob king of the world. Super. This is my accolade. Yeah, that's what I want on my tombstone. Oh my God, are you kidding me? But you know what? It wasn't like he said, go find nine vaginas and sleep with them. Like one dick I can handle. I'm a gay guy. You solve every problem dick. as well. Right. So you can't like, say no. You so have fine, to solve I it. I will suck the dick, right? Like, whatever. But I'm like, Billy, you're kidding, right? He's like, I'm not kidding. I'm like, you're kidding. I mean, really, I'm like, first of all, Brian's not very cute. I don't even think he's gay. He's like, no, I think he's gay. This is. I'm like, oh, I God. See, right.
1: I think he's Yeah, I think. think. You know, this is the <laughs> test, yeah.
0: And then what do you do? Like, I'm like, okay, well, so I drove home. I was totally nervous, you know, and that's oh, wow. the story. Like, I... I took a shower. I changed my clothes, and then I, I, put I, I nice. I, and I and then I do, and then I drank some mouthwash. And everybody's like, "Well, why would some. you why would you take mouthwash?" I'm like, "Well, have you ever have you, <laughs> you ever had somebody suck your dick with bad breath and it's left on your body for a while? It's just not pretty." And I can't believe I'm talking about this out loud, but this it's is exciting, what happened. Exciting, yeah, exciting. right. So I'm like, "No, I will douche my mouth with." And I got to his office fully prepared to suck his dick and obviously that one stupid line and this is what happened like i had eight hours of interviews with netflix in my on our farm you know in our barn everything's fine and i mean finally i'm like oh God, i gotta stop this is what we, mm. you know and, and the cameras are going down and then i'm like okay few, and i look at chris smith the director and i'm like chris well I should probably just tell you one last story you know but then because um, there's no cameras on me of course you yeah, have no cameras yeah no like cameras. 90 behind me i mean I don't know 50 microphones so i'm like well <laughs> just want to tell you this little story and of course
1: boom you know not- the next
0: day i call my business partner and he's like you didn't tell the blowjob story did you? i'm like mm, no I, well, I did at the end you didn't you know and then boop jessica my lawyer andy you didn't tell the blowjob story i'm like mm, oh i did uh, well your career's over you're ruined no. and i'm like wow you know so Call Chris Smith, you know, and they'd been in the editing room for days. And Chris is like, Andy, can't take it out. Like, you don't understand. Like, as you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. Fire was probably one of the top selling. Streamed documentaries in Netflix's history yeah, going yeah, into yeah, like yeah. 80 million homes around the world. Much to your I enjoy. can't go anywhere <laughs> without people like. Well, now Carol fucking Baskins has taken over <laughs> my name, <laughs> my, my fame.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and also I don't think you should. I, I don't like it, it's whatever. But um, but also the great thing that made you kind of an it was an iconic moment, and also we the audience. As the audience here, we felt for you, right? Because well, this it, we is really it. did feel think, for you. I yeah, think we can all relate being in these yeah. situations where you feel well, like you're you have like to you're do trying to do anything, anything. to yeah. save
0: something. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? And at the end of the day, it gets kind of got a little scary for us because I'd go to some really prominent events, and I can't I won't name, you know, a lot, too many Hollywood people, but like a couple publicists, you know, who represent some of my good friends that are very famous. Um, they'd say, you know i don't think you should be hanging around with andy right now he's toxic and i'm like i'm toxic you know or we're at a big event and an older woman comes up and everybody's like oh my god it's andy king andy king is a big circle around me and she's like well am i supposed to know you and they're like he's the guy from the fire festival and she's like oh you're that scammer like "The scam there's only one person in the world that was scamming anybody it was billy mcfarland and he's in prison the rest of us never got paid i didn't even have a signed contract and so what happened? But you get the
1: fr- backlash, and you said it was PTSD from far oh from, my And, God. and, and,
0: and just is, on and, it, and on and on, And I, you know every day it was like, oh my word, listen, all I was doing was trying to do my best. And what I accepted in my mind, I said I would do the documentary for Netflix to create a vehicle to pay back everybody in the Bahamas, and that we started to GoFundMe's. as you guys know. And then I mm. went on Andy Cohen, and I was on all these talk shows, and I'm like, "Oh my God, we reached a goal, we did this, mm. we did that. Um, going through this process I find out that like I'm like one of the only people that didn't get fucking paid for the documentary oh. when I asked all my people oh, wait, you didn't no get- one gets paid <laughs> I didn't get a penny oh, no. for the documentary <laughs> can you imagine how much money Netflix yeah. has made off of fire yeah. are you kidding me and you know and then their head of publicity is like Andy you know you've gotten a little bit uppity and I'm like uppity like try to be me I can't go to a restaurant I can't go to a bar anymore I can't it ah. swarmed, I said, I've lost all my anonymity and I agreed to do this because I wanted to pay back every in the Bahamas. And so at the end of the day now, my job as a famous person is to try to, which you guys are doing every day, which is try to make the world a more positive place. And so yeah. the sadness is that COVID hit. And so, yeah, I had eight TV show offers. I had four podcast offers. I, boom, Ooh. we shot the first show. I'm flying around the world, saving events that are going wrong, on and on, and then boom, COVID hits. Well, as you mentioned, there's no events, obviously, I'm not flying around the world doing anything. (laughs) And I really, you know, have been, I've been doing a lot, obviously via Zoom, you know, the new world Mm. of Zoom for the last two and a half years. But ironically, right before COVID, I had booked a three month tour through the UK to speak to like 30 universities. Mm. And so... One of the things it, it got, about,
1: about sustainability, or no, about, well,
0: we touch on sustainability. But I had done, I was a keynote speaker at Social Media Week in LA and then at Social Media Week in New York. And <clears throat> I get up on stage, you know, and I say, Listen, how would you like to be one of the most visible failures in pop culture today? And I'm like, Andy. It's not you. And I'm like, well, it became me because I became the most famous fucking meme in the world. And Billy McFarlane's gone to prison and everybody's forgetting about him. Now they focus on Andy King. And I said, guess what? What do you do with that? Well, you get a bucket of lemons and you better make the best fucking lemonade that anybody has ever drunk. And so I get on stage now. That's such good advice. But, Jamie, here's the cool piece is that. I did this speech, and I don't know, some professor saw it, and then I immediately got the call from an agent here in London, they're like, Andy, we want to book you on this big tour, because I get on stage and I say, well, guess what? People fucking fail Mm. every day, Mm -hmm. and Wall Street doesn't like to talk about it, and Hollywood doesn't like to talk about it, but they do fail, and you learn more from your failures than you do your successes, and so I get on stage and I say, students, get out there and fucking fail. Yeah. Totally. Get out there and take a job with a startup that's trying to make this world a better place. Forget these big, big corporations. <laughs> Don't fail your are... exams though, pass those. <laughs> <On> <laughs> yeah. 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 But you know, the professors, and the, they loved it because in their curriculum, like today's world, all the kids are coddled. Mom, can I come home this weekend? And yeah, we, we, our we, parents we, we, are like, get cha- the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, we don't You're challenge ourselves. We don't no. challenge ourselves. And they, they're completely risk adverse. So they're like, get over here, Andy, and give the speech to these kids. Get them excited to get out there. Because I get out there, I'm like, listen, yeah, I'm the blowjob king of the world. And they're cheering. They love it. And then I say, get out there and fucking fail. What is the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to move back in with your parents. Well, most of you have already done it. So mm. listen, what else is going to go wrong? I mean, find something you love to do that is making the world a better place find a startup that's doing cool shit Mm -hmm. you may not make all the money in the world to begin with but guess what you're doing the right thing and you will love yourself for that you know
1: do you know i I think that, that that is insane advice because okay so from an outside perspective watching that the documentary and seeing the things that get wrong we could you know i we could spend 24 hours talking about the things that go wrong from everything but the, the main thing which I didn't even realise is the backlash on you as an individual. And that is say you didn't do anything wrong. You were just trying to save something that you were hired to do, and the person who was frauding everyone was Billy McFarland, who's now in prison. But you're so right. You also, you became the face of it because of a comment that you made almost at the end as a passing comment that made you sort of face it. Everyone goes, oh, that's the guy. And then what people happen happens is perhaps that they suddenly get an idea, well, perhaps you were in it, perhaps you were scamming. And you spent your whole life building your career, building your um, reputation, building these different things. And as you said, at one moment, because of this fucking festival, people then see you as something else. And that's hard to deal with. Yeah. yeah, that's really mm. hard. And to I deal think with. and
0: we touched on it a little bit earlier, but you know, my ethos now is all about sustainability, because there I was, the king, you know, the Wolf of Wall Street and hosting all these big events, which were very, very wasteful. And in mm. 2014, um, I was blessed to be able to help produce um, a big activation, a big event in New York, which was based around one of the first climate marches where people flew in from all around the world to participate. And we produced Beyonce in Central Park and after the concert you have never seen so many plastic water bottles and solo cups and garbage on the ground it was unfucking believable and that was my turning point in 2014 where i said i will never have plastic at any event ever again mm. and i will begin this journey and that's why i'm here in london now working with a meeting show in an organization called ila and we're launching a virtual course for event planners on sustainability how do you make your events as close to zero waste as possible mm. well you know, right before COVID, I hosted a nice dinner for Leonardo DiCaprio for 400 guests, Coldplay performed a dessert. The event was 99.9% zero waste, and it was fucking unbelievable. And I raised over $8 million for climate change at the dinner.
1: And well, so, yeah. What was the 0.1% waste? Was it one of the cold, Coldplay tracks? It was a it tampon.
0: <laughs> it's a stupid tampon. <laughs> <laughs> I framed it. I still have it. I wear it as a
1: necklace. That, no, I don't you know, raised but... $8 million in one night. Yeah. That's amazing. That's insane. Yeah. How we many, had, how many guests are there? There were about 400 guests. 400 guests? Eight million? That's a good... Employees. People are, Yeah. Well,
0: I... we, we recruited artists from all around the world who donated these amazing art pieces, mm. and, we, and we hosted it at a ranch, and I brought the event to Santa Rosa, California. You guys may remember Santa Rosa because half of Santa Rosa burnt down about yeah. yeah. four yeah. years yeah. ago, and so six months after... I said, how can we give back to this community? And Leo loved the idea. We did move it from Central Pay, where he always had the party with the Russians. And, you know, anyway, <laughs> the parties always cost 20 million and then give them 20 million to hand out to all those charities. But, but I couldn't quite compete with that. But I said, Leo, your brand is going down the tubes as the spokesperson mm-hmm. for sustainability in Hollywood. Like, you have to bring the party home. We've got to bring the carbon footprint down. And so we were able to do really cool things like, you know, Finding a third ger- generation ceramicist who made all the pottery for the four hundred guests for the five courses, and all the pottery got donated to yeah. um, families who'd lost their homes. There were so many things that we did to make it mm. as close to zero waste as possible. But that is my niche now: is the sustainability piece. And you know, yesterday we we're having breakfast with Claire, our good yeah, friend. Yeah, we we have family we friends, got mutual we, friends. We, we got mutual that, friends connected. Isn't that fun? Yeah, to mutual Claire. Friends. And I said, Claire's like, well, Andy, so you know no one's really listening now, right? No one's yeah, listening to it. no one can it. hear, Did, no one can hear yeah. anything? Is, you know, right. is there going to be another fire festival? I said, well, you know, maybe. Shut up. Yeah, maybe. No, and right. uh, Shut up. you know, I'm not making any announcements. You know, and so.
1: Well, because the brand is so recognizable. Bingo! In, 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 and guess if what? You, if you need the a couple wha- of hot influences, and you guess to, what? Q- and you've got a couple <laughs> of hot influences right here. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, baby, we're on it. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then the cute boy sued me for hundred million
1: dollars. <laughs> he he bought the
0: rights to fire. He bought the. IP, the intellectual property. Who Billy, did? Who did Billy. I'm not saying no, no, not Billy. No, I'm a boy that was suing me and Billy for $100 million that for the is, class action that so, is... And he bought it, thank God. So now we're close friends. Wow, And that's so smart. I said, okay, um, what do we do? Well, we will do another one. But guess what? The next festival will be as close to zero waste as possible. Amazing it will be highlighting amazing young people doing incredible stuff. We will have local <laughs> It's going to be zero waste because it's have... not going to happen.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. no. But honestly, no. it's going to be so sustainable. So sustainable. <laughs> what? You missed the festival? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Ask nobody. <laughs> just turn up to an empty field. It's the greatest it's just... <laughs> party that never, ever, ever. Yeah. No, they're like, not again. He's <laughs> just using Ja Rule again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ja. imagine well, the... that was... So we produced... Ja. I produced... Imagine ja. turning up and it's just Ja
1: Rule in the field. You're like, oh shit have fucking well, known. Well,
0: it'll be better than Rick Ross, that's another story. <laughs> Should I tell one quick story? Yeah, yeah this is a rocker. I can't wait. You I mean, will you keep, die.
1: You keep, to, I just let you roll because it says your, your storytelling God. is second to none. So well, terrible.
0: so Billy calls me and says, Andy, um, I want to have a party for all the Magnesis members, like 800 at that point. I'm like, okay, well, sure. And when do you want it? He's like, you know, in two months. I'm like, I can cope with that, whatever. So, I go find the Brooklyn Savings Bank in New York, and this really sweet couple from Argentina had recently bought it and put $20 million in this building. So it was an old bank, which is now the coolest event space in New York. Mm. And so I go meet with them, and I said, Listen, we're going to have 800 preppy kids that are all coming in. They all work for banks and blah, blah, blah. It's the right demographic for you guys. Oh, God, we love it. And I said, You know, we're going to have a performance, and we'll have food stations. And Okay, great, you know. And so I'm like, Billy, who's performing? And he's like, well, I, I don't know yet, you know. So, a few weeks go by. We're about, you know, two weeks out, and um, the phone rings, you know, and it's the owners of the um, the bank building, and like Andy. Um, Billy's selling tickets. He promised us this was only going to be members only, but he's Mm. selling tickets. That can't (laughs) be happening. And I'm like, God damn it, Billy. But this isn't typical Billy. So (laughs) I'm like, I said, Billy, you got He said, all right, don't worry. I'm taking it down. I'll take it down. We're getting the attendance we need. I said, Okay, fine. And then, one week out, I'm up at our holiday house, you know, and it's Labor Day weekend, it's the end of the summer, you know, phone rings. And it's the owners of the, he said, Andy, we're canceling your event. I'm like, what's going on? He said, well, apparently Billy's hired Rick Ross. As the entertainment and i'm like i don't know who the fuck rick ross is so i immediately said to my assistants can you like google rick ross for me and of course I'm like rick ross staged his own drive-by shooting in hollywood florida last month i'm like what oh yeah but he made sure that they didn't kill him but they just grazed his shoulder no, so wait, that, i know. did not know that but he oh yeah he <laughs> just but,
1: made sure he grazed his yeah, just shoulders grazed Should we? it. Should you no, know, so then? probably
0: like ruined one of his shirts you know and maybe he had a band-aid whatever but don't kill him Just he graze graze him with staged, bullets. he staged the shooting so of course it became really controversial, but I think he like named different gangs that did it. You know, he made the whole fucking thing up. And mm. so, whenever there's an announcement in any city that Rick Ross is performing, every police department has to beef up and like add a hundred officers and extra cars and on and on. And so, this poor couple like. <laughs> You are not having your party here. Like we're nice people. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know. Now like I'm in my car, you know, driving nine hours back to New York to find another fucking facility that's happening you know, we're having this party and six days hey, is this so, all flaggy at the beginning that Maybe oh Bailey. should have been a red light red light red light no but i'm colorblind you know so everything green light to me and no, uh whatever great so here we go i find an abandoned warehouse in brooklyn and but i'm like God, we need to fix this place up a little bit and i get graffiti artists to come in and they do all the artwork on the walls it's amazing and then rick's team freaked out they're like well it's not gonna be at that bank anymore i'm like no, because you guys are fucked up creatures. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and then they came to look at the warehouse. I, we're not sure we like this. So I'm like, oh, my God. Rick wants, you know, so Rick,
1: As Rick. Rick wants. Good old Rick wants what? Oh, my God. You can't
0: imagine. I spent almost 100 grand in his green room where he wanted, like, purple M&Ms and, like, weird sushi from Africa and, I don't know, 500 God, cases America's of rare place. vodka. You know, so this nuts. fucking monster. I mean, I'm like, good God, for four fucking songs and... Billy's like, "Oh, we're going to pay him 80 grand." I'm like, "80 grand for four songs? Yeah." And it's in cash. And he gave me the paper bag, and we had to meet his people in the park to pay them. And I'm like, "I don't do this." Kind of like, "I have and an you know ATM card." And I have to suck car, his dick. Yeah, suck yeah. his dick. <laughs> Jesus, no god.
1: Not Rick right, Ross. So, the night <laughs> to Rick <laughs> the,
0: the nightmare begins. So, Rick says, "You have to deal with Gucci." I'm like, "Who's Gucci?" His manager, Gucci. Gucci. Who wears I'm a imagining Gucci some tiny suit. little. <laughs> he wears Gucci sneakers. He has a Gucci watch, a Gucci hat. Like it's a big fucking joke, but Gucci is Gucci. And I'm like, hey, Gucci, you know, whatever. I don't know what to call him, you know. <laughs> hey, well, hi, Gucci. Hanging out with you, Gucci. You know, cool. Here's your fucking money. Great. Don't kill me now. You know. So we're all buds. Everything's going great. And the week before, I'd helped organize a little dinner for my pals, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> And uh, a little restaurant in Brooklyn had come up with this great idea where they got a caravan, a little Airstream, and they put it in the back courtyard of this restaurant, and they made it like this exclusive place to have dinner for 12 people or less. Mm. And so a friend of mine um, manages Kanye, which is a nightmare, and he married this girl who manages the beeb. so they're both totally crazy now, but anyway, he's like, Andy, can you help us do this little dinner? So I said, fine. But I said, geez, Gabe, everybody has to go through a metal detector, and Beyonce and Jay-Z are like, fine, that's great, yeah. So, Gooch, I'm like, I call and Gooch is like, I'm just reading the itinerary. It says that, you know, you, you're, you're making us all go through a metal detector. I'm like, yeah, he said that's not going to work. Like, I'm, 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 I I well, listen, I'll, let me call my people. I'll see if I can work this out. And then the next call hey, um, Rick has a posse like, what's a posse? posse. They've
1: they've all got replacement heads, so it's it's going to be a nightmare.
0: It's like, yeah, he travels with 30 people. Who the fuck wants to travel with We need need 12 Chevy Suburbans, two Escalades. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, great. Like, he's just coming 40 feet away, whatever. So, you know.
1: (laughs) 40 feet away. Then, boom,
0: then it happens. It's like, um. We're not going to the metal detector, and I'm like, you have to go to the metal detector. I mean, what are you talking about? We're, we're not. And then Billy calls me, "You're ruining everything. What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What? I don't." He's like, you're, "They're canceling on me." I'm like, I, "Well, they have to go through a metal detector." He's like, "Andy, forget the metal detector." I'm like, "Billy, what goes on?" I just you know. so I'm like, Gucci, you got to help me here. We got to meet Gucci. somewhere in the <laughs> metal. And I'm f- like, "What fake can't... metal
1: detector?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boop! (laughs) Definitely no guns there.
0: Oh, Gucci's like, I said, why? What's wrong? He's like, Andy, well... They all pack. And I'm like, pack? Like, a picnic? Like, <laughs> oh, are they, are they Gucci packing bags? lunch? <laughs> it's like, they don't pack lunch. They pack guns. I'm like, they're bringing guns to a kid party? What goes ooh, they, on? All these preppy all kids. Them, like... 30 guys, have guns. I'm like, they're not bringing guns. My lawyer's like, Andy, the party's over. Like, I'm like, no, Billy's going to kill me. I, I can't, you know, boom, you know. So I finally got them to leave the guns in the car. They come in. Sweaty old Rick gets up there and starts to sing, you know, fuck you, I fucking hate her vagina the pussy i'm like oh my god and the kids are all yeah great and the kids just love it you know so he sings a sports
1: song and <laughs> listening Sports <fourth> song <laughs> yeah.
0: and then one of my assistants like andy we have a problem like what's going on she's like oh doug, yeah, she's gone rogue <laughs> doug just called your neighbor and um he heard you were producing Rick ross and his team just called and they've booked him around the corner and they're paying him like a hundred grand to perform at the bowery ballroom which is this big place near my loft and i'm like that like, fucker. what and so all of a sudden fourth song's over and billy's like yeah yeah and all billy wants he's like a little kid you know he just wants that he, that wants, that glory, he yeah. wants that glory yeah, he yeah. wants the pictures and hey i'm with rick oof, yeah. and gooch you know whatever <laughs> you know all this posse and guess what rick and his little gang got up i'm like okay great and my staff's like okay over here to the green room you know everybody's getting yeah you no know, right for the fucking front door they never even oh went God. to the green room, which is 100 grand, never <laughs> ate a pink M&M or whatever he ordered, not the or African sushi, got, nothing got eaten. Great, and off they went. And poor African Billy was like sushi. a little kid who, like, his balloon popped at the birthday party. Yeah, because like,
1: they, they just realized that for them it was just going to be business, he didn't care. Yeah, but guess what?
0: Got in his little Maserati with the driver and, like, followed the van. The, wait, wait, should... he
1: followed Rick Ross. Oh, oh yeah, yeah like, wait, I just want to have my
0: picture taken. I think he finally got it. I don't know. So I had to put half the party on my black Amex card because oh I mean God. Billy's like I, I you know and this is you know but I shouldn't this say this out thing? loud. was
1: recurring Was it Go on. <sighs> oh, so wait.
0: of course the reason why Billy's in prison is for you know a couple of different reasons, but the main one I suffered from, of course, you know, four years before because there it was my business partner like Andy. He see, you had like eighty grand on your Amex card, like. Billy needs to pay you. So I'm like, hey, Bill, listen, did you get the invoice? Yeah, 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 I got the invoice. Yeah. Um, I said, Billy, we really need to be paid. Okay, cool. I'll wire you the money. So, of course, I'm like, okay, great. Why are you sure. winking at me? Why are you winking at me, Billy? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Jesus. I'm like, okay, great. So all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'll send you a screenshot of the wire confirmation, which, of course, is what he did in fire all the time, which uh, is why he's in prison, because he continually sent fake wires to everybody because you basically can go, oh yeah, I need to wire Jamie, you know, Lang, you know, there's $250,000 blah, 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 and you initiate it and then there's the initiation page and he takes a picture of that and sends you, like, oh great, it looks like a confirmation to Mm. me and it looks like a confirmation to everybody He's just fooling,
1: he's he's cheating his way through the system And then he'd get
0: on a plane in the Bahamas, he's like, fuck, okay I've just sent four fake wire transfers I've got to get back to New York meet with new investors and raise another couple million to clear them what? and This is what he said. It's thinking. like a Ponzi scheme. Ho- so scheme on his on, with, on his own self. It was yeah, yeah, like yeah, just building on just, Which
1: is <laughs> the so, worst kind of scheme. right? And so I'm like you Billy, can, you know,
0: okay, so you sent me the money, okay, well, and then he'd say, uh, I'd say Billy, you know, I have Chase, you have Chase, like it's not here. He's like, hold on, let me call the bank. Then he called me back. I, I, I talked to him, but it was Friday, Andy. So. Then they they didn't go out until Friday afternoon, so it's actually not going to hit your account until Tuesday instead of Monday. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And then the next day, my business partner's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Billy, where's the money? There's no money. He's like, I'll call the bank again, you know. But then somehow... He went somewhere and came up with the money and sent it by the end of that week or whatever. But that's what he was doing but, all but, through fire.
1: Okay, but, but Annie, with you. What you meeting... And I should have learned, once
0: again, colorblind. Yeah, like red yeah. light, red light. Could... I mean, it was like... <laughs> that
1: would stress me out living like right yeah. that. Meeting you, I would say that you, you're like... You're too much of a nice guy. No, let let be, oh, nice guys <laughs> finish last, <laughs> no, but, you're, you. but you're also... You, look, you, you've worked with so many different people. You've worked with banks. You know, you understand people, right? Like, you, you, you can walk into a room, you understand people. How can you... How can you so misjudge him? Mm.
0: I just want to believe the best in everybody, you know. And I think that that, it's fascinating because I told this story on a, do you guys know Clubhouse, this new platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've done a Join few. Join me on Wednesdays. I I've done a few chats. And the, founders, <laughs> of, the founders of Clubhouse were like, oh my God, Andy, you're amazing. And you know, we had like, I think you can get 2,000 in a room, but my first one I got like a thousand or more in the room, and I'm like this, this doesn't happen usually. It usually it's just kind of a gradual yeah, you know. thing, and um, so people were asking me, you know, they get in your room or whatever, and I think they keep their clothes on, you can't see them, but anyways, they're like, you know, can we ask you a question? Sure. And then one fucker last week was like, so Andy, you know, like. um, you say all these great things or whatever and you call Billy an entrepreneur, like I, you're just as guilty as he is and, and the whole thing started to twist around. I was like I had to like calm myself down, but he like Just get off it. Woo. Yeah, yeah. He, but I was like saying to one of the producers, why have you not fucking deleted this guy or like pushed yeah. the eject button, but they didn't. But he went on to say different things like, well, there was one last quick story, which was we were flying from New York down to the Bahamas and Billy had lost his fucking passport, as usual, because he's constantly doing stuff like that. And um, we, he knew a passport control guy somewhere in, like, the Carolinas or something, a small airport. So he's like, we need to fly through North Carolina, <laughs> tiny airport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 and so all you have big. to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> is blow everybody, all the TSA people, and, you know, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like Craig, Craig and I crossing the border from Canada and the States. And people like, the, all, the, all the border patrol like... That's you. Like, that's me. Yeah. And no, I'm not sucking your dick. Like, we're going to retain you here, detain you for a little while. I'm like, I'm not sucking your dick. Like, I got to go. We've done nothing wrong. Well, wait, how are you saying Can to... you step out of the car? No, I'm not getting out of the car. I have a picnic. I'm packing. I don't know. Call Rick Ross. Packing. Tell Gucci there's a problem. No. Oh,
1: but, but wait, see, so you're, so you're flying with him down to the Bahamas.
0: Oh, uh, and so he... So we're going to this airport. It's literally like 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And that airport had closed at, to, uh, like... 10 and then the airport in the Bahamas closes at like 6 in the evening so we have to bribe everybody to get through anywhere. So we're getting off the plane in the Carolinas to like clear customs so we can get over to the Bahamas and all of a sudden Billy says oh my god I need you to do me a favor and when I would always travel with like my beautiful blazer on you know or my chic little something so he's like can you just in the next you know he's Pushing all these wads of money in all my pockets, and he's like, "I just need you to walk through because they like you, you know. And then no one's gonna frisk you or you know. But I love it when they frisk me. I always put like change in my pockets at TSA, and they're like." And they get pat you down. They're like, "I'm gonna turn my hands around." Like, you don't have to turn your hands around. Like, I'm gay. I haven't had a date in weeks. And they're like, "No, whoa, you're freaking me out." March, can we get a replacement over here? And I'm like, "Ring, ring!" The alarm's going off because I keep putting change in my pockets. You, I say, "You, you can, can touch me you, now. You you're actually, freaking me out. Get the guy through." You actually like metal detectors. I love them. I'm like, oh my, people are avoiding me. Like, like, what's it's in just, your pocket? You, I don't know. Do you touch it. Yeah. So Billy fills all my pockets with money, and I'm like, "What is going on?" So I'm probably. like got like 20 or 30 grand in my pockets. And I'm like, I said, Billy, what is this? He's like, we need to pay the employees. And I said, I get it. Because we were playing. Most of our employees in the Bahamas don't have a bank account. They don't have a time card. You know, they just Mm. arrive every morning. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, we need this money to pay employees. I'm not like calling Pablo to get my new stash. I'm Mm. not like, this is legitimate, like bringing money down to pay people. So it's fine with it, you know. So I tell this story in Clubhouse. This fucking guy, like, and There's you're like you're bringing money through you're you're just as corrupt as billy i'm like who is this guy? someone push a button who is yeah, this guy but, but and think... it shook me up and i was like i said you're in our industry like he works with music festivals and producing world tours like have you ever left the country and gone anywhere where you need to get money you need to do something well you legitimately open up bank accounts and foreign com- i like fuck you listen like, have you ever done an event in Mexico? Like, and I go down there and like, oh yeah, I rented a hotel. And it's two, r- months, two months later, I get back. I'm like, we're here for the event. And like, we don't have your reservation.
1: Is it's reminding like, me you of you um, know my
0: reservation? I have a thousand people coming. But then you slip them an envelope with ten grand. They're like, yeah, It's my like, God, uh, you the presidential suite. I'm like, my oh, God, that's how the world works. It's like, and the get, get, like oh, get him to you're the Europe. Greek
1: with Russell Brand and where, oh. he, where he slips. So he has to put the stuff up his ass going through. uh Yeah, that's great. I love it. But but I think but Annie, what's going to happen is is but I think that's the you yeah, know. That's the way in life, right? You're gonna have you're gonna have haters, haters you're gonna, yeah. yeah, of course you are. And, and also, you know, it is one of the things I think with that guy Billy, you know, he's a master ma- manipulator, right? He's in, is he still in prison now? He's yeah, in, but then, like, then there was is whole, he having a good time? Then there's a whole thing where he tried to like set up NYC something else, uh, like after mm,
0: fire festival, it. and all this selling stuff. tickets to anything you couldn't buy a ticket, but,
1: for, but was he was he? I mean, look, he, he's, he's just prison. an
0: entrepreneur, mm, yeah,
1: anyway, yeah, but he, but you know, with this guy, Billy, you know, he's in prison, uh, all this kind of stuff. Was he actually? Did he actually have a plan to try and make the best festival and he just got caught up in it all?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, see, I mean... Totally, it just grew bigger than he ever could even, like, mm. fathom. He couldn't control it. It got too out of control. And, you know, there's no excuse for that. You have to then reassess, you know, and I blame myself at times where I say I could have stopped the whole thing after week two and just said, everybody, go home. Like, Billy, we're having a meeting. And this is when I now talk to people in our industry who are hosting festivals and who are hosting large events. And you get these crazy clients that are like, I want to have it fly everybody to the moon. Well, they're doing that fucking Branson anyway. But then hmm. I don't know, it's whatever.
1: But, yeah, um, but it's true. But, yeah, but, like, but like, they want to do all these things. And you're like, no, you just have to manage expectations. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And then
0: I say to, to people in the industry, sometimes you have to fire your client. Sometimes you say, you know what, we're three weeks out. Everything you're asking for cannot happen. Mm. And now it's my brand that's going to be damaged and your brand. But you're not being realistic. And at the time, I don't care. This is what we want. This is how we want to have it. And you're like, okay, guess what? We're done. Yeah. And you walk away and they're like, they call back in five minutes. Please come back in, okay? Let's just talk this through. And then you just say, listen, you are not doing XYZ. This is, let's keep this controllable. Let's make it what we can. It will be fantastic. But as you said... Managing
1: expectations so or I listened to this podcast once, which was um, about the guy who set up all the Apple stores in America. And he brought Steve Jobs down uh, like five days before they were all opening. And Steve Jobs went, Yeah. And, he, and the guy who was opening said, I don't like them. And Steve Jobs says, Well, let's not open them. Let's change it. And it, always the thing is that people think, Oh, God, we just got to do it. But actually, if something isn't right, if it's going to damage the brand, if it's not good, just don't do it. I think it's very easy when something's so public because yeah. they'd had so many influencers behind it. You just, Oh, well, it has to happen now. You're yeah. kind of forced. I think as you do, it's the pressure, right? It mm-hmm. builds up. And, Annie, listen, we could sit and talk to you for, oh my God. for hours and hours <laughs> and hours. I've,
0: I've, I've had a lot of fun. I, I had hope so, you guys I, have honestly,
1: too. Honestly, your, your storytelling is something to behold in the most (laughs) fabulous way it really is and i just love the fact that your honesty and all these different things and um and listen you i love the idea of sustainability you're focusing on that you got you know you're doing all these things right now which is just was a
0: meeting shown with isla which is very exciting so um we're gonna be trying to get as many event planners to sign up as possible to really like learn what does it take and how do you host as close to zero waste events as possible and this is really coming out of covid what the world should be doing. I'd actually no I'd like
1: to sign up to that. Okay. Yeah, let's do yeah. Okay, it
0: good. Let's do it. Well, Alex, we're going to figure out. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll tell everybody. Sign me up. Yeah, uh, put your hand up. Mate. <laughs> yeah, he's There a, you go, yeah. right here.
1: <laughs> but, but Andy, you know, uh, we want to follow you. We can follow you on social media, Tom.
0: Yes, Real Andy King. Yeah. Um, and I think that's sort of one of the goals, too, is that um, I do a lot of podcasts to try to increase my followers. And one of the things that we're trying to accomplish is just trying to spread love and just... Love that. And spread positivity, you know. I mean, there's so much negativity and... And with social media, it's just it can be cruel, and I think that it's important to be able to make people feel better. We get messages every day from people just saying, you know, some of our posts can be so simple, of cooking something or in the garden or working on something sustainable, and then just say, nothing makes me happier to see your post and brings Mm -hmm. a smile to my face. So. I think it's important, but I want to thank you guys for letting me come on Are you on kidding
1: me, Annie? No, Thank you so much. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. We're huge fans. Um, I think all the listeners are going to love the documentary, and then hearing you in person, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, your stories. Listen, buddy, what we like to do at the end of the podcast, though, is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Something inspirational. Anything you want. Hmm. Don't fire fast 2 Don't come. <laughs> Don't come. Don't
0: come. Oh my word! I mean something something inspirational. I wake up every day, saying, you know, as we touched on earlier, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, and I want people to say that Andy King made the world a better place. And I think we all should have that mantra.
1: Love that, Andy King. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you so So much, that was great. (laughs)